Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. And if you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com. Or email us at therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at The Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. Okay, hi. Can you hear me and everything? I can hear you and everything. And every... Wait, hold on. And every, I've so got I, rain-style ears. I have... Uh, well, <laughs> I still haven't watched that, so... <laughs> oh, you didn't watch it? No. Oh darn it! I was like all ready to go for that one. Sorry, right. I can, I can okay. watch it. I can watch it like one minute for one minute. Like I can watch it while we do do the recording, and I'll be like, "Hold Let's on, do it." No, I don't know that'll work. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> he'll be he'll be so far ahead. I'll be like, "Wait, hold on." He still <laughs> still hasn't cut his brother in half. You could literally just. You know, completely ignore me during the whole beginning of the podcast episode. That's true. I'm reading the boat notables. It'd be really engaging for the listeners. I can jump in every so often. Like, wow. Yeah. Just every time you hear a lull, just be like, neat. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, it's like it's like talking to a to a spouse, you know, where <laughs> who does they come in and they're like, you know, it's talking, talk, talking, and every time there's like a pause, you go, Really? Damn, you know. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, depending on who you're married to, that bitch. Right, right, exactly. Or, or just wow, that sucks. Uh huh. I guess that was a really short banter because it's a perfect segue into celebrity couples. Yeah, it really is. Actually, let's 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 dive in. Mm. My number ten, number ten celebrity couple, and famous uh, couple, famous celebrity couple. Yes, just famous. (laughs) <laughs> are there celebrities that aren't famous or does the couple have to be famous i think i'm confused well there that. might be people that are famous that aren't celebrities uh ignoring that my number 10 <laughs> is matt stone and trey parker but not in the way you think i'm not making fun of them for being gay i'm making i'm not making fun of them at all i'm saying do you remember when they went to the oscars that year dressed in those fabulous gowns they uh it's just a magical evening is all it was a magical evening. It was a magical evening. And, and the story goes that they were both really high on LSD at the time. Oh, really? I didn't know that part. Yeah, they decided to do that and dress in gowns and go together. And um, whenever anybody asked them about the gowns, they were because one was dressed like J-Lo from a couple of years earlier. Oh, yeah, really... I remember that. <laughs> uh, and whenever anybody asked them, they were like, we'll just say it's a magical evening. We'll just repeat that. So everybody's like, what's up with the dresses? And they're like, it's just a magical evening. We're just it's so magical. So uh, they're my number 10 celebrity <laughs> couple. <laughs> oh, they are funny. Well, mine, my number 10 is Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Mm-hmm. Bogey and Bacall. Yeah. Which is like it's iconic, even like seventy to eighty years later. You sure. know, um, kind of incredible pre-tabloid celebrity love that has lasted nearly a century in our culture. You know, <laughs> I thought you meant like they were still together, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're both dead. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Bogey died way before McCall. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder why. Why? 
I was I was thinking of putting them as like number you know lower on my list, and then I was reading about it, and uh, you know she was nineteen when they met, and he was forty five when they met. So I feel like that's yeah, probably why. I think that's great. <laughs> I actually yeah. didn't realize that there was that big of an age difference. It's pretty I, big. It's it's funny because there was a few that I was like, oh, I might do. Oh, that's quite yeah. a large gap but i didn't even look that one up because i just know the bogey and bacall thing and yeah no absolutely it's kind of bad it, about it no it's, it's okay it's just uh that's why i was like maybe i'll move it from number 10 to number nothing <laughs> <It's> <laughs> number tied for infinity zero um but no absolutely uh and also it's the old days it's hard to get that worked up about that for me Keep yeah that was okay i mean what are you gonna do like we can't we can't anticipate the uh the social mores and 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 morals of like 20 years from now no less 30 40 50 60 years from now like what are we gonna do i know i mean look at like reading war and peace mm -hmm. have you read war and peace no oh well w one of the prime like primary romances or whatever is like this 12 year old girl and like a 50 year old man well that's nice <laughs> 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 yeah, I try to be forgiving. I mean, people were just trying to stay alive back then. So. <laughs> it's hard to get that worked up for me. But no, they're great. Um, I almost included them because, uh, yeah, just because of the classic, you know, like, it's like, it's got to be one of the top one or two, maybe three celebrity couples that people still name this long after. You're right. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why I put them on the list even though now i feel weird <laughs> well what's your number nine? Oh, here we go this is who my number nine was i give a little bit of a certain amount of precedent preference to couples that have been together a long time don't you yes don't i don't know why i hold them to better higher standards than everyone else in the universe but i do the same thing i get it it's like it's especially impressive when it's like wow you guys have been together for five years well done um because they're famous and it's like that kind of pressure on a relationship so my number nine one of the longest ones i know of kurt russell and goldie Hawn, still together they've been together since what the, i don't know the 30s i don't know i think they got together shortly after bogart and bacall yeah pretty much i think i think they actually hooked them up yeah they it was a double they date introduced them yep <laughs> they're like here my niece <laughs> Kurt Russell. Well, I thought about putting them on too because they've been together forever, and they've mm -hmm. got uh, what Kate Hudson is their kid, right? Yeah. So neat. Well, you have a lot to say about them. <laughs> I, I I don't know why I thought I would have more, and then I just realized <laughs> I got nothing nothing to say. Um, you remember that stupid uh, Santa Claus movie that Kurt Russell came out with a couple of years ago? No. Nope. Wow, you're. <laughs> what is it? I don't know what you're It's just a stupid Santa Claus, but he plays Santa Claus and it's stupid and it was on Netflix or something and people liked it for 10 seconds and it was on in my house and then at the very end it turns out that she's Mrs. Claus and she was not like advertised as being in the movie, so it was neat. It was like, oh, oh that's there's cool. Goldie. And, and, I and had now, no idea. This is yeah. Me. <laughs> it's less, less interesting than I thought it was. <laughs> Alright, well, my number nine, I knew you were about to ask, oh, is yeah. uh Henry the Eighth and Anne Boleyn. Oh, okay. Love story for the ages, I guess. <laughs> well, what's a better romance than one that ends with a beheading? You That's, know. I. Okay. I I like them to end with beddings, not beheadings. Well, you know that's the difference between you and I. Mm -hmm. Look out, Sarah. Um, <laughs> oh God. 
<laughs> I think I think Anne bit off a little more than she could chew with this Evidently. one. Yeah. Um, but I, it is kind of an incredible romance story, you know, mm-hmm. in that he changed the like Catholic law <laughs> so <laughs> he could divorce his wife to marry Anne Boleyn. Yeah. It's kind of incredible. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Whole new church. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> And I mean, this relationship, people knowing about this relationship has lasted for centuries in the cultural Mm -hmm. lexicon. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's something to be said for that. So, yeah, that's it. That's my number nine. What's your number eight? My number eight for uh, no reason other than glamour, John F. Kennedy and Jacqueline Onassis Kennedy, although she wasn't wasn't Onassis at the time, obviously. I don't know why I called her that. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, come on. Uh, My parents, I think still are like are like stuck in like the the camelot age of thinking like like there's nothing more glamorous than this sort of thing you know what i mean like nothing will like ever top this kind of like like barack and michelle i don't think so this is jackie and john you know yeah i could see that i mean i i thought about putting them on my list so spoiler they're not there um but i just was like Maybe this is the wrong way to look at it. I don't know. I just felt like, well, but what did Jackie do? That's true. She was glamorous. Well, you know, and I don't. don't, I'm not like trying to shit on her, you know, or anything like that. But but I'm just trying to behead her. (laughs) That's true. What did Anne do, right? Yeah. Um, But I feel like she was the catalyst for for a lot of changes. Whereas I feel like Jackie was just, you know, like really pretty, and John F. Kennedy was like, I like that one. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why he had a southern like, accent. <laughs> I'll take that one, thanks. Okay. Look, ask not <laughs> what I can do for you. Ask what you can do for me. So that's the southern JFK, all right. Yep. <laughs> this is so, so strange. <laughs> Trying to do southern jfk you just immediately go into jfk whether you're trying to do you know like <laughs> like i can do southern i can do jfk together somehow this is like one of those one i of had those. a little southern twang along yeah. with the boston though, it was it was like. kind of weird it was like I, my brain didn't want to accept it <laughs> sort of like jfk and lyndon johnson together a little bit yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> let's just meld them into one human being and get a get an interesting person so did you want to hear my number eight or no, let's just let's just move on. Okay. Well, what's your number seven? <laughs> my number seven. It, no, no, wait, no. Let me give me number, number eight. Was your number eight? Yeah. Number eight. You son of a bitch! You would have just skipped my whole number eight. <laughs> you said you didn't care, <laughs> or or maybe you didn't say you didn't care. I wasn't paying attention. So what's your number eight? Gertrude Stein and Alice B. Toklas. See, this is one I don't know. Toklas, Toklas. Yeah, I don't know either. Tell me about them though. And this is another one that kind of doesn't fit the category that I just said for John and Jackie. Yeah. Because it's like, what did Alice do? But Alice was like her editor and, you know, like she did a lot of stuff. She she kind of kept Gertrude going, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it wasn't just like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm here and I'm supporting you. Like she actually did a lot of work for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of a cool, like this was... And they were together since 1907, right? So this is mm-hmm. not a time when people were like, oh, yeah, lesbians. That's We're willing to accept that because we like lesbian porn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they, they may have. They just didn't know it. <laughs> right. But they were openly, like, they were public with their love for each other, 
back mm. then, which is mm -hmm. pretty incredible. And they were together for 40 years until Gertrude died. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of, you know, more remarkable love story. It and, is uh, worth looking into. So <laughs> by worth looking into, you mean their romance or their bedroom window? Uh, bedroom window, obviously, because yeah. well, I'm a giant creep. And then she are. was beheaded. <laughs> that got cranked right up. Bad for both. <laughs> it's you just running around beheading women in couples, never single women. <laughs> it's very clean beheading. I like it. You're, I do mine, it. Mine I, do it uh, I, I get Sylvester Stallone to do it with his big knife in the expense. With his enormous knife, and it just goes right through, just like yeah. butter. Just, woo! And uh, John's John's number one couple, Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette. They both That's got right. beheaded. Even better. Well, see, but it's not that great for me. Oh, you don't like that? Well, because the guy got it. <laughs> the guy's got to get away scot free. That's right. And it wasn't well, the guy doing it either. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know. It's not as fun. Yeah. Well, what's your number seven? I was just looking at it. My number seven is a one that I don't have anything funny to say about, but I just like them. Is George Clooney and Amal, whatever her name is, Clooney, um, whatever her 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 real last <laughs> name was. Um, I like them for a couple of reasons. One, she was like, and it's funny that I can't remember her last name. I should look it up and and change that because <laughs> she was a famous like civil rights lawyer. Yeah. And like people were like, oh, nobody will ever get George Clooney to settle down. And then he marries her. And people were like, oh, um, treating her like she's the like the celebrities, you know, like arm candy, whatever. And she and then, you know, some people looking at it were like, no, actually, it's like her settling down with her, you know, arm candy because she's the one with the career and he's just <laughs> some guy. That guy can't find her real last name. So um, or I'm sorry. Wow, I'm I'm in I'm in trouble today. Not her real last name, her maiden name that she had before she married. <laughs> she is not a real is not is not one thing or the other. But uh, I can't find it. But yeah, um, and I like the fact that George Clooney was single for like I don't know sixty years, and I was like, all right, I'll now settle down and have a family, even though I'm like a hundred now. I like when these celebrities, though, I like when they don't get married just because like they don't want to get married. You know, like that's fine. I assume that it's a lot easier for men. But you know, if you if you don't want to like be in a monogamous relationship, don't be. And I always like that. Like yeah. until you're ready or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, right. Rather than leading somebody on and yeah, mm, I agree. just getting married just to be married or whatever. Right. I'm in, I'm in agreement with you there. Um. So my number seven, since you asked, is uh, <laughs> I thought we'd skip it actually. <laughs> is Pierre and Marie. Curie. Oh, oh, yeah, the science couple, right? Yeah. Is... How cool are these two, right? Pretty cool. I mean, they won a Nobel Prize together. You know, mm -hmm. they're basically two chemists that were like, hey, do you want to do dirty stuff together? And they're you know, like, yeah, so, let's do it. It's the only time it's ever gotten anybody a date of any gender or sex. I have to say, they had great chemistry. <laughs> oh, oh, good. It was it was a, a bit of a, a toxic relationship, though. Oh, one they call it radioactive. Radioactive, yeah. Um, did they both die of, of radiation poisoning or just her? I know she did. I I don't know about Pierre, but I know she did. I'm not I'm not sure about Pierre, but they discovered elements. Mm -hmm. We have X-ray because of them. You know, mm -hmm. um, I mean, she ended up winning another Nobel Prize on her own. Because we're doing a uh, couples, and we've been joking about beheadings and and sneaking and looking through women's windows. 
I'm now thinking we have X-ray because of them, and I'm thinking did he develop it just to like spy on her in the shower, or yeah, right through the curtain. Um, oh, I can only see bones though. Darn it! <laughs> <laughs> Shows you it turns me on. <laughs> I've got a boner. <laughs> So this is like they're like a serious couple who who contributed to like world knowledge and like yeah you know, and we're just doing this we're we are not this. contributing to world knowledge no 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 anyone who thought we were though it's on them for <laughs> for thinking that though is my point let's move on who's whose turn is it it's your turn number six my number six I was unsure whether to go with one or a different celebrity couple so I'm kind of kind of kind of gonna kind of do both so deal with it um, I will not. But the other night, which is very unusual for me, I had on, well, actually, my spouse had on um, the Disney Plus Hamilton, filmed version of Hamilton on there. Okay. Um, that ends up on in, in this house every so often. And I wondered what happened to Theodosia, meaning the adult Theodosia, Theodosia, mm -hmm. Theodosia Sr. Um, okay. Because the daughter is also named Theodosia. It's a whole thing. And I got the impression she died, like, immediately. <laughs> like, she's just never mentioned again once the kid is born. Yeah. But um, and she did or die. She served early. her purpose, so evidently it was just kid born beheaded. Um, <laughs> and but no, we looked it up, and it turns out that she she did die somewhat young because she was sickly, like her whole life. Um, sometimes I think I'm just getting over being sick, and it's like imagine being back in the old days where you're just sick your entire life, and like you're never well, and just eventually you die of it. Just I don't know how people great. Oh, it does. But anyway, point is, is that they had a very nice relationship, it would seem. It was one of those sort of almost equal relationships where they, like, actually valued each other's opinions, and he would send her, like, political stuff to get her opinion on it, and she would tell him her opinion and, like, write, oh, I think you, you did something wrong here in the speech you gave, whatever else. I don't agree with it. So it was a wonderful give-and-take sort of relationship. So I'm mentioning Aaron Burr and Theodosia, whatever. <laughs> I assume Burr eventually. Um, and uh, slash John Adams and Abigail Adams because they have the exact same sort of relationship. So my number six, since I know you were curious, was... Uh, mm, was I, though? I think we've established throughout every single one of these that you are not. <laughs> um, but hopefully the people listening are. So what's your number um, five? Nope, number six. In oh. George Burns and Gracie Allen. Okay, okay. And what's cool about them, they weren't just a couple. They were also a comedy team. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom still says, say goodnight, Gracie. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gracie played like the perfect dits in their routine. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite quotes of hers is, I often put boiling water in the freezer. Then whenever I need boiling water, I simply defrost it. <laughs> which is which is fun. That's cute. Um, and it's the other cool thing is that at the time when you know, when they got married, it wasn't very common for a Jew to marry an Irish Catholic. Mm -hmm. So they, they broke some barriers as well. And mm -hmm. uh, they were married until her death in 1964. She lived to the ripe old age of 69. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure you know this, but good old Georgie there, he made it to 100. Now, imagine, imagine being married for a long time and then living 30 more years after your spouse dies. Right? I don't know. <laughs> sounds it sounds rough. So imagine also then you die and you go to like comedy heaven, like fake heaven. I'm not I'm not talking about religious heaven exactly. You just go to the afterlife. 
And I'm, I'm imagining George Burns gets to the afterlife. He's still old. Like he's smoking his big cigar. Right. right. And she's like, oh, so you really had a really hard time down there without me, huh? <laughs> Just kept kicking. So, some couples like the other one dies immediately after because they're of, of heartbreak not him he's just oh, doesn't matter <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just have another cigar well you know he beheaded her so he knew what was <laughs> happening he be beheaded her and then immediately lit up a cigar yep <laughs> what's your number five my number five i had to change because my number my original number five was hugh jackman and his wife whatever her name is but they just split up recently did they really i didn't know that yeah um like that's really sad they've been within the last forever. couple of exactly and like i liked them because and i do not mean this in a ne really negative way about her but um like she's yeah, age appropriate i know exactly him. she's and, age appropriate and she's not like anyway i think you're gonna, gonna say the same thing yeah exactly i'm not even trying to be mean just he is like one of the handsomest men on earth yeah and she's, she's just like a a, a lady an, an ordinary lady yeah exactly and uh it always made it always i always liked People who have been together since before one or both of them were for famous and everything else. And then they broke up and it's sad. And also I like them because I heard rumors that they have that they had like this big wacky relationship that wasn't just like wasn't just an open relationship or anything. And I'm not trying to spread rumors. I have no idea. They it was like just constant orgies at their house. So I'm always in favor of that. Really? Yeah, like that that he had like boyfriends that he would bring home and be like here's our new boyfriend and she'd be like grand and it would be great so whatever wow N nice right i, I well, actually heard the, i heard the same thing about george and amal clooney actually it was about uh, that they were in like a throuple with harry styles and i was like this hits so many people's interests this is just like <laughs> this is like somebody made it up it's like celebrity uh gossip mad libs just to try to get the most people to click on this story <laughs> that's crazy and so now that it's it's been reported on the top 10 series with uh the oh yeah with john and zach that is fact everybody. that is absolutely so, fact so sorry guys maybe that's why they broke up well what's because... fun about this is that th this isn't actually even your number five no it's not <laughs> <laughs> Shit, i forgot about that <laughs> um so who did i replace them with though that's my question I, that's what everybody's asking that's that's the it's the question of the hour the day all right, I'm gonna do an impromptu number five replacement. I'm gonna I'm gonna include a couple. I don't think they're together anymore. I can't remember her name. The great, starting great. <laughs> Shania Twain, Shania Twain, and Robert John Muttlang. I don't think they're together anymore. But Robert John Muttlang is a name that he I will makes always... her feel like a woman. That's for sure. Actually, yes, that is the album that he produced of hers. He was a producer. He produced the Def Leppard albums and probably other things, but mostly Def Leppard in my memory. And then he produced that album for her, and they co-wrote Still the One, which is one of my favorite love songs. And then I think they broke up immediately thereafter. So no longer are either of them still the one to one another. But they're both still the one to me, by which I mean the five. Yeah, what was his name? Robert what? <laughs> Robert John Mutt, in quotations, Lang. It's one of those names that I always see written with the, uh, with the nickname in there, in the middle, with the quotations, instead of just Mutt Lang or Robert John Lang. <laughs> okay great but <laughs> you're right about that being a great love song yeah it's delightful isn't it yeah that's great i love me a good love song actually I i'm generally against it but that one works for me really yeah wow <laughs> you're against a love song what do you have yeah. against the love song yeah, cheesy 
Well, but okay, if they're cheesy, but if they're done well. <laughs> what about uh, Wedding Song by Bob Dylan? Uh, I don't know that one. I just know the Wedding March. What about Forever Young by Bob Dylan? Um, don't know that one. I just know for the Forever Young March. <laughs> what about <laughs> other Bob Dylan songs? <laughs> I like Like a Rolling Stone. That's my favorite love song of his. Yeah, that's a good one. Not at all a love song. So my number five, um, again, because you asked, is <laughs> <laughs> Lily Elb and Gerda Gottlieb. I don't know who these people are. Well, they're in, a little bit more well-known now because of uh -huh. the movie The Danish Girl. Oh, okay. But I think it's pretty remarkable that these two were openly together, you know? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, of course, it ended on a sad note as the government nullified their marriage and Gerda left and remarried. But well, yeah. it's still a pretty amazing story, you know? It is. And it's, you know, hard enough these days. In the old days, it's even crazier. Yeah. It's pretty unbelievable, as a matter of fact, like that they were openly together. It's um, uh, I, I love I think it. It's harder. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say your list is is several LGBTQ plus uh, individuals, and none for me so far. So yeah, well, I think that makes sense. Unless you yeah. put yourself on there. <laughs> My own love affair with me <laughs> and, and macaroni and cheese, Zach and well, macaroni and cheese. I meant you and your spouse, but you know uh, whatever. Mostly macaroni and cheese. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we do know that eating is only number two of your best use. <laughs> number one is falling in love with it. Yeah. yeah. That's how the pasta gets holes. Um, <laughs> what's your number four? Zach, we're running out of pasta. I'm in there. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> Why is this one creamy? I finished. Um, <laughs> it's pre-creamy macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and Zach. Oh boy. This yeah. episode is off the rails. What's your <laughs> number four? My number four is funny that we just talked about that because my number four is Elton John and David Furnish. They've been together again forever. And uh they've been, you know, it's I always imagine being a less well-known, although it says he's he's something or other. I think he's a designer or something, but like obviously not Elton John level famous. Yeah, and uh, I always like it. Like, must be really hard, really, to like one person is famous, the other person is a little bit less famous. Because like, even just get into a tiny argument, the other person might be like, "Well, you know, one of us is well known. Well, the, the public might care about one of us if we break up." You know, that's that's what I feel like. I would accidentally fall into that trap, and it would get, make everybody sad. So it must be hard. Yeah, I mean, I watched a whole movie recently about a famous person who's married to a not-so-famous person. It was, like, yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. What movie yeah. is that? Uh, Ray. I haven't seen that. Oh, no. I, I is it any good? Yeah. Well, it's, why, it's, don't you, why don't you rank it for me on a on 10 <laughs> categories on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I'd love to. I have it all written down, but, uh, you know, somebody's yeah, too busy not working to watch it. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to get around to that. <laughs> What was Elton John's husband's or um, significant other's name? David Furnish. David, for, like he's furnishing their house? Furnish? Yeah, evidently. Maybe that's what he does for a living. Maybe it's like the olden days, like it's medieval. And he, uh, and he and gave he just, him a last name like, you seem to be good at the interior yep. decorating. Yep, so that's furnish. your name now. He's like, all right. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Well, 
he could uh, compile a list of the top 10 famous couples. I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. It does seem like a lot of work. Although I feel like he would, after everyone he did, he would probably be like, so what's your, you know, number they're on? Um, <laughs> that's okay. I'll just go ahead. My number four. <laughs> you realize I'm never asking you again, right? <laughs> You're making such a big deal of it. You're just never getting that satisfaction ever. <laughs> we, and remember before when you were like, oh, I, I, I didn't talk and I was wondering if you'd say something. No, I'm just never going to, like, you could never, if you don't say here's my number four or whatever, it'll never happen. So, sorry. <laughs> Oh, if you appeal to my sense of stubbornness, it's just sorry. <laughs> There's a part you, you don't watch. Um, oh, yeah, I know you don't watch Sherlock because we've talked about Sherlock in our top 10 theme song. Yeah, not that I don't want to, though. You ever anyway. watch too many comedies and everything? You try to make jokes about everything. It's like that's like what this podcast is. Yeah, but like <laughs> I do that in life and I'll just make like I'll just be like, well, I wonder what a joke would go here. And I'm like, why am I doing that? But no, in um, I do do that a lot, actually. In Sherlock, there's a part where Moriarty and Sherlock are like <clears throat> locking horns, right? Mm -hmm. And Sherlock's like, you should do this because I want you to fix this instead of the bad thing you did. And Moriarty says, "There, what did he say? Um, something like, all of the king's men and your big brother, meaning uh, uh, meaning uh, uh, Mycroft Holmes, couldn't make me do a thing I didn't want to. And that's me. I just, it, Once I decide I don't want to, too bad. I know. I, I'm I'm very aware of this uh, aspect of your personality. As um, as is my spouse, it doesn't frustrate them at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it you know I just remember you would be hanging out with me, right? Mm -hmm. And you know we'd get into our arguments that we get into, but not like wouldn't be like I feel like you always got angrier about the arguments than I did. But yeah. That was because I enjoyed the argument and you mm -hmm. did not. <laughs> Yeah, and I end up feeling stupid, and then you know how that. Did you really feel stupid with me? I always felt like you were way smarter than me. Well, I always felt dumb, and then you know you feel dumb, and you get mad, and it's like, why am I mad? And then you feel dumber, and then you get madder. Oh, I I know, I've definitely mm. I've been there, but um, but I just I remember you'd be like, you know, maybe it wasn't even from an argument. It wouldn't necessarily even be an argument. You would just decide like, well, I'm, I want to go home, mm. and at like two in the morning, you'd walk home. And my mom, every time, would be like, where's Zach? I'm like, oh, he left. He left? What? Because, <laughs> you know, she's, like, responsible for your safety. Yeah. And you just, like, walked home in the middle of the night. Yeah. Well, that really hasn't changed about me. It's not, this doesn't, this, this is not something I'm proud of, and I'm not trying to be like, uh, I'm so goofy. No, it's, I, I don't know. It's one of those things. It's funny, though, because I, I think, and, you know, I'm sure Hudson is the same way. It's like, I think when you don't know you, you take that really personally. Mm -hmm. But then when you do know you, you're like, okay, that's just Zach. Yeah, that's, that's, it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yep. I just, well, you know, sometimes people will say, will say like, oh, well, but I feel like doing this, but I can't. And my, my frequent reaction is, well, why not? The door's right there. Let's get off of me. I'm feeling very self-conscious and weird about myself. Oh, but I like being on you. Um, oh, so here's my number four. What's your number four, John? Tell us. Please. It's, uh, John and Abigail Adams. I beg of you. Tell us. I just did. Just um, do number four. Just give it, oh, John and Abigail Adams. Really? So. Yeah, yeah. You had them at number six. Tied with other people. With Aaron Burr, the murderer really and traitor. We, we've... 
well, excuse me. <laughs> like, you're so perfect. Well, I'm clearly not, since I enjoy beheadings. Um, yeah. Specifically of married women. Of married women in relationships. Women. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are you married to most of them, or are you just a serial killer? <laughs> well, you'd be a serial killer either way. <laughs> I just, I feel like at this point, I need to have an aside for the listener to be like, I don't actually have a thing for beheadings. Okay? Yeah. Like, that's not a real thing for me. I'll continue to make this joke because I think it's funny, but I, I feel like at a certain point I need to make sure that people know it's a joke. Okay, okay, I understand. Anyway, yeah, um, John and Abigail, I just, they're probably the nicest and most equitable relationship of the famous relationships back in the 1700s. Mm -hmm. um, just in that none of them were really equitable. Mm. It, because, I mean, Abigail wasn't like, Maybe I should run for president. <laughs> He's like, oh, you? You can't even vote. Yeah, exactly. But I do think he really did view her as a, as a trusted advisor, and he you know, he loved her dearly. And I think other, other people of the time viewed her as a trusted advisor. Like Thomas Jefferson used to ask her advice on things, too. Mm -hmm. So, I don't, And not just things, like matters of state, you know? Uh -huh. so. Anyway, I like their, I like their uh, you know, what do you call it? I, I, I ship them. You ship them. I like it. Um, what is it they, they used to that they used to close out their letters with? Um, oh, I don't remember. I know what you're talking friend, about. Something like that. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, something like it was, but it was like that, my dearest friend, or something yeah. along those lines. It's very sweet. And it's like just, very touching. It, it it's it's interesting because when you're younger, you think that that being married is like all romance and 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 wonderful stuff, and it becomes it it marriages that work are more of a partnership, and and you have yeah. to be you have to stay friends with the person as well as be in love with them. It's companionship, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, you have to be a real companion to mm -hmm. uh, to your spouse. So Zach, what's your number three? I was just about to say it. I was literally just about to say it. Yeah, what's your number three? My number three is uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I'll tell I, you why. I considered putting them on there, but go for it. No, they've been together forever in a fucking day, right? Um, yeah. I like the fact that they were both like teen 20-something stars way back when. They got together and stayed together somehow. Um, I'm not even sure. Are they even famous anymore? I don't know. I feel like they haven't been in she too still, much stuff. She still acts. I mean, she she took like a, a hiatus for a while to like be a mom. <laughs> Pretty Prince is like, I took a hiatus because I suck. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, do you know what he... Well, go ahead. He, uh, I know he does a lot of voice acting for Bioware games, actually. He's in Mass Effect 3. He's in Dragon Age 3. He only does the third ones and then he, then he leaves. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else he does, though. He's a trilogy type of guy. Yeah. Well... He was a writer mm -hmm. for WWE for like really? several years. Yeah. <laughs> what a weirdo. Isn't that fascinating? It's weird and yet so cool. Cause like if WWE came knocking like other of us would say no. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I will write for you. <laughs> Just whatever nonsense comes into my head. And by the way, I didn't mean to insult Freddie Prince Jr. Cause he's going to be over there like, well, what are you doing? And I'll be like, nothing. Yeah, exactly. He's like, how many third installments or trilogies have you been voice actor in? And I'll be like, none, none, Mr. Prince Jr., sir. I wouldn't be surprised if you start getting voice acting uh, uh, offers. Well, I'll, I'll do <laughs> That's a tough word to remember. <laughs> voice acting. Uh, how about we do this? You do the first ones, the first of, of all these trilogies. I'll do the second. And then Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie will Prince will do off. the third. Yes. Exactly. Same character. Just in increase. I don't know exactly what, maybe just amateurish to to professional. 
don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, what I like the most about that is like they'll be like, "Oh God, what's with this guy's fucking voice?" on the first <laughs> one, and then the second one, like, "Oh wow, this guy's like his voice, like his, his balls dropped or something." You know, it got a lot deeper, and then it'll go to, and then they'll be like, "Oh shit, he sounds famous now." That's the life cycle of a voice actor. You start off as a tadpole, and then you reach sexual maturity, and then you become famous. <laughs> that's how that works. But uh, no, and that's, and that's what happened with Freddie Prince and Sarah Michelle Geller. Exactly. That's the it's the life cycle of their marriage as well. Yeah, they met as tadpoles. They met as tadpoles in um, Scooby Doo One, and then in Scooby Doo Two, they were fully sexually mature. That's right. As was Matthew Lillard, you know what I mean? Oh well, Matthew Lillard, come on, yeah. bro. Bro, actually, you know what? Can my can my number three B or three A maybe relationship be Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prince Jr.? Because what the hell? I'm sure. Why not? Yeah, that's my three A, three B. I don't know how you. I don't know how these <laughs> things work. You figure it out. You do yeah. formatting. It's your thing. Yeah, I'll do the formatting. That sounds good. Well, my number three is Jay Z and Beyonce. Oh, that's a good one. Iconic, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and they've been together a long ass time too. They have, and they and they went through some like very public trials mm-hmm. and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, when Solange beat his ass in a yeah elevator. That's, that's my number three B relationship is Solange's right hand in Jay Z's face. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> out of here! Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, domestic abuse. Solange- I'm sorry. <laughs> Solange has a point, though. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing cheating on Beyonce? <laughs> Solange is like, look at her. Also, just don't do that. But yeah. Um, I mean, but talking about building an empire together, they're mm-hmm. just both incredible, like artists, and then also, you know, kind of business visionaries too. You know, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. pretty cool. But that's it. What's your number two? My number two is david bowie and iman now david bowie is dead obviously iman is still alive but i loved when them and they were alive you don't Maybe love them anymore though um and when he passed away one of my first thoughts was oh i hope iman's okay so that must mean i like this yeah like i hope she's not broken up about it i, didn't, I wasn't even 100 percent positive they were still together but they were love it and um like, you know, I, lo- I love a striking couple who are, like, both famous and good-looking. It's like, all right, well, fine. You guys win. Oh, so you really do like Sarah and I. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> I like a striking couple, and then I like to strike them. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like Solange. Yeah. <laughs> if Sarah ever asks you to accompany me and her in an elevator, you'll know what's about that. Oh, boy. I don't know if it's going to be bad for her or me. Um <laughs> No, no, no! I, I, I don't, I don't hit women, so you're, you're safe. Get it? No! <laughs> oh! Called you a woman. The ultimate insult. Yeah, the ultimate insult. The, the one, the gender that has got more of a pain threshold than, uh, yeah, than yeah. the other. So, yeah, please. And if it was the olden days, you wouldn't be allowed to vote. So, take that. <laughs> take that. Did you know that? Um, now, this is what I found fascinating. You know, so like, I always felt like. I don't want to say emasculated because that's not mm-hmm. really what it is, but like I would carry the babies for a, mm-hmm. a while and be like, God damn, like they get heavy, you know, mm-hmm. like Absolutely. tired. And then, and she just carry them around all day. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? So we, we, we ended up looking it up and it turns out that women's strength oh. is, is in there. Like they, they, they have a, um, 
their muscles have uh, longer endurance. Uh -huh. So like they can hold a lighter weight for way longer than a guy can, mm. but a guy can lift heavier things just for mm -hmm. shorter times. That was helpful when me and my spouse um, fostered that baby elephant that really came in handy, that the heavier weights. Yeah, I bet. We were like, oh boy, can't hold you for long, but I can hold you for never because you're too heavy for that. Yeah. I didn't think you liked big things like that. I'm fine with land animals. God. <laughs> Terrestrial. It's just whales? It's just because they're in the ocean. The ocean is really big. And besides, the, that's not really much of a comparison. The difference between a blue whale and an, and an elephant is, is, is minuscule. I mean, by which I mean an elephant is minuscule compared to a blue whale. And I don't know if I would be upset about sauropods because I've never seen one in real life. Because they're <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny to me that I just, it's like you have the opposite of a Napoleon complex. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Let's see. Who was really big? I don't know. Uh, George Mirson. That's type of George Mirson complex. <laughs> <laughs> he was You're really like, big. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, let's move on to, uh, to my number two. Mm. My number two is Mildred and Richard Loving. And who were they? Another one that was, uh, that they made a movie about. Mm -hmm. So they're more famous now, but they have a really kind of remarkable story. Mm -hmm. Also that their last name, you know, that Richard's last name is Loving is kind yeah. of crazy. But Richard was a white guy from uh, Virginia. I think it was Virginia. And Mildred was a black woman from Virginia. Mm-hmm. In like, and this was the, last week, so <laughs> in like the 40s and 50s. Um, and they loved each other and they got married mm. and then they got arrested mm. for being married yeah. because that was against the law. Uh, and it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and that's why interracial marriages are no longer illegal because of these two. Well done on, on their part, and and um, I think I remember the. The movie that came out about them, I remember hearing about it. I don't know anything about it. Um, it was good. I liked it's it. A, it's, it's a good thing to bring uh, attention to because I certainly had forgotten, or if I ever knew. Well, you know, and I just like, I'm thinking relationships are hard, mm -hmm. you know? Like, they're not, they can be hard. They, can, they also can be very easy, right? There's There's a lot of support there, but then there's also, you know, having to, like, go through any strife mm -hmm. that you feel like you're bringing somebody else into, mm -hmm. you know, that's hard. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of strain. And I'm just like, man, I, I'm just astonished by people that will stay in something because they love each other. Like that, that is that difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine like, like, okay, it's illegal for us to be married. We're oh. still going to get married. They're going to throw us in jail. We're going to take our case to the Supreme Court, and we're going to still stay together throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's it would, amazing. It would, it'd be a lot of pressure because, like, imagine that you just regular break up during this whole process. Right. Exactly. Just because, like, it's, things aren't working out. Like, it's so much. Oh. And then, like, to for because you're trying to, like, change the law and everything like that. And imagine you break up and it's like, well, never mind. And then they don't bother going through with the whole changing the law thing. So, right. Exactly. Well, that's it. That's my number two. Um, what is your number one? The number one famous couple, according to Zach. 
really quick honorable mention or that I don't really care for. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the NFL. Have you? Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask you about this, actually. So go ahead. So I think it's hilarious that I can ask another grown man about the NFL. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course, it's in the context of celebrity couples. Don't love this this match, but it's okay. Um, not against it. He seems okay. I love the fact that jersey sales went through the roof for him. I know. Of, it's like so funny. Like, okay. At this point, this woman has enough power to just to she should she should just take over the world and we just all live in her world, whatever the fuck she decides is going on. Because at this point, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, ratings went up just for this thing. Imagine if she actually told all of her fans to go do something like go invade wherever, then she would just rule that, that country now. So I don't know. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I'm skeptical, but as long as everybody's happy and having fun, I'm fine. With it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, He's definitely reaching in that relationship. So, you know, um, more power to him. You know, he's he's a he's a great tight end. So, <laughs> he's and he has a great tight end. Oh, goodness! So nobody's um, ever made that joke before. Never, ever, ever, ever. Um, he's like, I prefer a full back. <laughs> I don't know what that. Is. <laughs> well, that's what he gets with PS. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So I. Uh, I kind of, she seems to be in like the uh, having fun phase of her dating life right now. I'm not positive how long any of these will last. It seems like she's just like, well, I like this guy, so I'll do it. And it's like, well, more power to you if that's the case. So are we I mean, they haven't now? ever, they haven't ever said whether they are or not. So yeah, I know they just, they were hanging out and they looked pretty, pretty canoodly. So they used to call it canoodling, <laughs> spotted canoodling. And they left in a car together, but it was like, it was it was weirdly cinematic because it was like let's hop in my convertible and drive off. It's like okay, <laughs> is this after the prom in like the eighties? Anyway, well, what's your know. number one? My number one, actual number one, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. I thought about putting them on my list. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess spoiler. So no, man, they're not your number. I don't even know what you're on for you. One. Well, I'm not number one. <laughs> Tuesday, so um, I haven't been counting. Uh, no, but I love. They've been together forever. Love them. They're uh, you know, if they're like the one couple at this point that if they if they got, if they broke up, I'd be kind of like sad about it. I'd be like, man, yeah. Even well, though, did you it, see that recent one where like somebody kind of knocked into Rita, kind of knock, didn't like oh, knock her down, but like yeah. And Tom Hanks was like, hey, yeah. He like fucking. It was the only time anybody's ever seen Tom Hanks angry. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, that's really cool. I'd maybe yeah. like him even more. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, the only thing I don't like about them is that their 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 one son, Chet Hanks, is a weirdo. He really else. is. Like, what the hell happened with him? It just goes to show you, though, that sometimes people are fucking weirdos. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I mean, Colin's kind of weird, too, but yeah, that's in true. a much less, you know, disgusting way. <laughs> Yeah, but I love them. I really hope they stay together forever and ever and ever and ever. So what's yeah, your number one, though? My number one is also a couple that I think both you and I would say we hope they stay together forever and ever. Mm -hmm. and ever. Mm -hmm. Barack and Michelle Obama. Oh, how do I, you know, I'm like a little mad at myself because I even had Jackie and JFK on there. And I was like, oh, I think I meant to put them on there and I just didn't at any, at any point. But yes, go ahead. Well, I debated on putting the Clintons on there, too. Mm-hmm. 
just because they've both accomplished so much, you know? Yeah, you know, at this point, it, like, doesn't even matter. Like, how do you even stay together through all this stuff? Like, I know. It's amazing. I don't know. So honorable mention to the Clintons, because I, I think that they sort of deserve a spot on the list. I just didn't have enough room. I've only got 10 spaces, for crying out loud. And I can't kick Jay-Z and Beyonce off, for, you know? Yes, come on. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't care what you think politically. These two are awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just uh, wonderful people. And it, what I like, too, is that they're very realistic about marriage and love and yet still end up sounding like idealists about mm -hmm. it as well. So mm -hmm. I just that's love just, them. I that's exactly like that's the that's the goal for for being in a relationship, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's like you can you can be realistic, but then appreciate each other for for, you know, who they who they are. Mm -hmm. So. Yep, that's me. Number one for me, the Obamas. Number one for you, the Hanks and Wilsonses. <laughs> the Hanks and Wilsonses is. And uh, <laughs> honorable mention, one one A for me, uh, Tom Hanks and Wilson, the volleyball. Oh, good call. Good mm -hmm. call. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're going to have a mistress. <laughs> it's going to be a volleyball with crazy hair. <laughs> <laughs> palm fronds maybe i don't know yeah but you know what's funny is that 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 ball was always spotting <laughs> so anyway thank you for tuning in next week we're gonna have the top 10 things i wish john had never said number one being <laughs> what you just heard right there spoiler alert <laughs> no but let's actually move on because oh goodness yeah, well, what are we what are we doing next week? Next week, join us next week when we're doing the top ten MCU villains. That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously. The villains within it. Uh, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't caught up recently, because villains may or may not be on it. But I guess go out and see all thirty movies is what I mean. If you you don't want to, be yeah, and all the shows, all the shows, which I haven't even seen all of, so there might be some villains on there I am underappreciating. But maybe I'll go out, including and watch Agents of Shield. So. Including ages, you're you're crazy. Well, I know, the that, I know that's not canon, but you know. I was gonna say, is the Netflix shows canon now? I can't, I don't think they are, because people love a couple of the villains on those shows, and I don't know if they're canon. Anymore. Well, they, they brought back one. Action. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll figure it out though. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and um, you know, join the conversation. You can give us ideas for top tens if you want, and we'll be happy to do them and give you credit for it. Um, and, uh, you know, you can reach out to us at our email, the rank podcast, the rank, what is it? The rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com. <laughs> um, this is you like, you know, having like selective memory loss. Cause <laughs> uh, what is this fucking show again? I don't know. Well, you know, what's funny is I've been telling people to go to the rank podcast for all of the social media sites. And I realized that, uh, YouTube is actually the rank with John and Zach. Oh, okay. So if you type in the rank podcast, you won't get anywhere. So mm -hmm. the rank with John and Zach is mm -hmm. our YouTube channel or YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, everything else, Twitter X and threads and Instagram and TikTok, that's all slash or at the rank podcast. So um, yeah, join the conversation. Thanks again for listening. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>